2: Welcome to the World Cup Minute. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you?
3: I'm great. 60 seconds going on the big board right now, Josh. Let's see <laughs> if we can actually do it in one minute. Now, one well, minute was yeah. never the goal. Is basically, no. for, for people who have listened to me and Josh for, for years, uh, we know when we say a podcast is going to be 30 minutes, it's an hour. When we say it's going to be an hour, it's an hour and a half. It's like my Uncle John, Josh. Yeah. If dinner's yeah. at 6, tell him it's at 5.30.
2: <laughs> well, that's right. It's a it's a marketing trick, Brandon. We've baited and if you're listening, you've been baited and switched, Brandon. So, I'm um, sorry to sorry to everybody for for this elaborate trick that we pulled. I I think we kind of the cat was out of the bag pretty early. I think the first pod we did in this series was um, about 45 minutes long and a normal episode of the, the the classic, always cheating classic, the Always Cheating Podcast, is about an hour and twenty five. So this is still very short by our standards. And again, we're we're now what a minute in. And we haven't even talked about anything yet. So let's <laughs> <Stop>. let's, get, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, World Cup minute day eleven. Congrats to Australia, France, Poland, and Argentina. Those teams will now play on Saturday and Sunday. Argentina-Australia is at 2 p.m. on Saturday, and Poland-France is at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Brandon, you have been leading the uh, Australia slander charge uh, pretty much nonstop, and I've been trying to stop you, honestly. I've been Mm -hmm. trying to keep you reined in, and you're uncontrollable. Yeah, I'm I'm a juggernaut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's we neither of us really gave him a lot of credit did we going into this. No, uh, we
3: didn't. And you know, it's it it was a hard team to judge. Uh, nobody really expected this from them, but you yeah. have to applaud. I mean, they they have won more games than the US have. Uh US yeah. mind you still World Cup champions, but when you I, I it did fill me with some joy to see Aaron Moy out there. I enjoyed following Aaron Moy during his Huddersfield exploits very uh, elegant player on the ball, and mm-hmm. um, I like the too. dude I he's who very scored like, I the mean, goal. He's streamlined. He know? is very aerodynamic.
2: Has, yeah, I don't think he has alopecia, but he's just a very streamlined
3: kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. He is very streamlined. Uh, Matty Ryan, good goalkeeper. The the dude who scored the goal today, who whose name I have not so committed Leckie? to memory. Is that,
2: who, is that who scored today? It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, let me pull it up here. I think it was, uh, was it Matthew Leckie? Yeah, he. it was him in the 60th minute.
3: It was an incredibly taken goal, the way he like juked this way and that way and slotted it yep. very coolly. Um, I, I suspect we may hear more from him. Uh, later on down, down the line. Yeah.
2: You know what they are? They're like the uh, Costa Rica in the 2014 World Cup Mm -hmm. team. Remember that Costa Rica team? I think they ended up losing in the quarterfinals of that tournament. Maybe maybe it was just the run of 16, but they had this, this team that sort of very similar, I think just kind of just, they just played well together. It was just, there was a lot of spirit and uh, you know, we were talking about the African supporters yesterday. I feel like it's kind of the same with Australian supporters. Like, You just want to get on board, you know. There's just something about how excited they are, how happy they are, all these photos of these cities in Australia celebrating. And that's just what it's all, not to sound super corny and cliche here, but it's just like what it's all about, you know. It's just fun. It's just fun to see people take it so seriously. And it's sort of in contrast to, you were talking a little bit yesterday about the English press, right, and just how... Sour everything is even even when they win, and it's mm-hmm. sort of and and there, there's something to be said at times for having lower expectations because it's kind of why you like being a Fulham supporter, right? You know, it's sort of whereas as an Arsenal fan, yeah. I am just I'm just a wreck this entire season, right? They've been uh, they've been ahead, um, you know, top of the league the entire year, and I'm still just waiting for the other shoe to fall. Yeah. And uh, I know England, Argentina, a lot of the other uh, clubs out there uh, were certainly feeling this way. Although Argentina, I thought played not to jump ahead mm-hmm. to it, but I thought they played really well today. Dominant, 2-0 could have been 4-0. It was really big. I game.
3: agree that Argentina could be that team that is hitting form and hitting their stride just at the right yeah. time in the tournament. And if they can, yeah, carry on how they looks today against Poland into the knockout stages then they'll just like keep picking up steam all the way to the final perhaps
2: yeah so we 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 could in theory have an Argentina U.S. quarterfinal game which would be (laughs) crazy I I it'd be it'd be awesome I mean I'd love Mm -hmm. it that would be next Friday if that happens so we'll see uh but let's let's win our first game first I I don't want to We'll have more time to talk U.S. stuff as we as we get closer to Saturday, um, but yeah, Australia beats Denmark. Denmark, I have to be considered one of the real disappointments of the tournament. I mean, they just could not score, and um, that's just just a, a recurring problem. And if only if you know a poor. Um, I don't know. I feel like there were so many forwards, so many great forwards who were not involved in this year's tournament. You know, it's like somebody like they couldn't import one of them for uh, for, for you know for their match because I sure, saw how they lined it. up today, and you were you're like, well, the midfield looks good, defense is good, and then you looked up front, and it was just kind of a. I mean, I'm not maybe the Danish have uh, you know really are in love with some of these players up front, but it was just kind of a a collection of you know there just wasn't like a super talent uh, up front for them, and I think that really. Uh, hurt them today. It was sort of, um, you know, Mexico, uh, I thought maybe had the same problem. And then they, they really picked up steam near the end. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. But uh, Denmark, they're out. Um, and uh, yeah, let's hopefully get, but you know, it's probably the end of a cycle for a lot of them, right? We probably won't see Schmeichel again, we probably won't see um, uh, Ericsson. Uh, pierre Emil Hoyberg is going to play for the next 20 years. So we should certainly see him
3: yeah, guys again. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so we're we're in we're in between a cycle for them. So yeah, so long to Denmark, but Australia <laughs> kicks on. The other match that I thought was kind of interesting in the morning was the France Tunisia match, and I didn't like know the names of half the players that France started today. They're so deep they didn't even start uh, Saliba. That's, yeah. I'm actually wearing this Arsenal scarf today in tribute, Brandon, to uh, poor Will Saliba couldn't get on the pitch.
3: Yeah, but, um, I mean, I was excited to see Kingsley Coleman start. I've, I've enjoyed watching him in the past for Bayern Munich. He blew a, a golden opportunity. It did seem like France knew there was, there was really nothing at stake for them. The I mean, goal difference was not likely to catch up to them. And yeah. if they have an opportunity to rest their players who are in the middle of a, of a long club season... Uh, ahead of the knockout stages, then then why not? I mean, it's going to be disappointing if you're a French fan to see them drop points, lose a little bit of glory, a little bit of shine. But yeah. you're familiar with the rope a dope tactic, Josh. Uh, sure. You know, maybe it's it's a it's a cheeky way heading into the knockout stage for France to not like show their best side and to give their opponents a little bit of hope, yeah. and then come yeah. out and just deliver a knockout blow.
2: It just didn't matter, and and I think that they, I mean, because they'd won um, so handily in that opening Australia match, it just kind of, it was just very unlikely that they even lost the group, and so I, th- I think you're right, it made sense to sort of play possible a little bit. By the way, Saliba, I just checked, he did come on in the 60th minute, so um, uh, he has now got a World Cup cap in him, so congrats to, to my boy Saliba. I can take Chapeau. the scarf off now, I guess. Um, yeah, so they're they're for they're through. I think that they have to be considered one of the strongest contenders uh, in terms of you know it was a team that I, I thought maybe was the strongest contender going to the World Cup, and we've seen nothing to uh, disabuse us of the notion unless I, I guess unless. The performance of their second team worries you, which no. doesn't for me. Uh, yeah, I think they'll, 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 think they'll be fine. No, the fact
3: that they have a second team is the thing that should actually worry opposition. Uh, I, yeah, these, these yeah. guys are coming ice cold off the yeah. bench into this match um, with yeah. with no clear stakes. So yeah, I don't read anything into that. I was looking at the the uh, prospective bracket today, Josh, and I am I'm predicting a France-Spain final. Which is odd for a, a cup that uh, was predicted to be dominated by uh, South American teams that's that's where I'm at right now.
2: yeah I well now that Argentina sort of picked up their I mean I don't know no Brazil or Argentina I, it's hard to say I haven't looked you know we need more bracket talk Maybe we need a dedicated bracket talk section brandon when mm-hmm. we uh, we conclude all the uh, group three matches but uh, yeah so we'll see I'll stick with I'll stick with my my France pick for now uh, that brings us to Group C incredible drama today. I'm actually kind of surprised we didn't lead off with it. Uh, The final 20 minutes, really from the second, um, well, so Mexico scores two like right out of the gate and uh, uh, really coming into the second half and suddenly like goal differences in play. Argentina then scores two at almost the exact same time. And so now we're in a situation where if things stand it just came down to yellow cards and uh mexico had more yellow cards and so they were sort of in a position where they just needed to um i don't know like convince poland to to hurt our, it was like there was no there was nothing they could do i mean well, obviously they, they obviously could score, score another goal, goal
3: and win yeah. a, and move yeah, ahead on goal course. difference is what they could have right
2: done. right yeah, yeah of course yeah and so and the, the, which they were trying to I, I just meant in terms of where, where things stood uh-huh. uh with like thirty minutes left in that match, and they got so close, as did Argentina. I mean, it's kind of remarkable to me that neither team scored those final <laughs> yeah, thirty minutes. It really and is. That was this was about as dramatic. I can't remember a single moment in the twenty eighteen World Cup that was as dramatic as the final thirty minutes of this, of this of these two matches today, because everything hinged on on a goal, and it was mm-hmm. just. It was very open. I mean, Saudi Arabia didn't really have like a ton to play for, right? And so they weren't they weren't time-wasting, really. They were just sort of – there was that moment where the guy got hit in the chest and then fell to the ground for five minutes. I don't know what happened there. But in general – and even Poland, I think they probably wanted to try to time-waste, but Argentina were just too good. Yeah. And so there really wasn't a lot they could do. And there was a chance very late in that match where Messi – had the ball actually? There were a couple. Uh, Latour Martinez had, a, had a, like was clear through as well. Yep. He blew a big chance. Mm-hmm. Either those go through. Mexico had the offside goal just barely offside, um, and so not, not the not the later offside goal where he was like three feet offside. Yeah. But there was like there was like a goal in the 55th minute or whatever where they uh, were where they were just barely offside. So I think Mexico definitely saved some um, saved some face in the end. Um, and I think by the end of it, I was really seriously pulling for Mexico to, to pull that one out. And
3: yep. we um, said it you know, before, Josh, that Mexico is a tournament team. And they just waited a little too long this time around to turn on that, that charm. But yeah, I agree. They walk away, heads held high. Uh, fans would be proud, especially of that performance. And yeah. that's like the taste left in the World Cup's mouth is people will think, oh, Mexico, not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good federation.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they See just didn't they, didn't they didn't get their engines. They what they hope to have is a better like they need more of a forward in 4 years. It's just it's sad seeing uh, Raul Jimenez out yeah. there. I've said this before, but it's yep. just he's it's just not quite the same anymore.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed.
2: Um, so yeah, so Poland, Argentina is through, Poland is through as well. Now, not a great performance as you, as you said, as you were saying to me before the match began or before the, before the podcast began. Uh, but I think Chesney alone, it makes them kind of fun and interesting because he has been incredible. The, that penalty save was awesome. And I, I thought the commentators were a little unfair because they were like, oh, it's, a." Uh, not a great pen for messing. i'm like yeah but it's it's got some loft it's like he had to stick a hand up like it wasn't like it, he just like dove and he dove the right way it was like he dove the right way and he's still at while diving he had to put mm-hmm. a hand kind of behind him i'm, I'm gesticulating right now yeah. as i do this but he had sure. to put a hand behind him to stop it that is just Check not out an our easy youtube thing page to, yeah it's just it, not an easy thing to do
3: it's true. That the commentators will be inclined to say uh, if if the shot is struck in the mid in the middle height wise of the frame that if you put it at any height that's not in the yeah. roof, it's a good height for the goalkeeper. But I agree. Like it's not like it was a height where Chesney could push it away. It was a height in which he had to reasonably reach for it and have yeah. a hand that was strong enough to to claw it away. So I agree yeah. and. I mean, Messi's pen record—I don't have the exact yeah. record—but he's notorious for it's being kind of a. Uh, this is not one of the stronger parts of his historic game. Let's let's say yeah. that. And then, and then, what I but but what is worrying for people who will play Argentina going forward is Messi then recedes from the game a little bit, and the rest of the team uh, then proceeds to demolish Poland.
2: Yeah, our, our our boy Mac Allister, uh yeah. came through with the, great. with the opening yeah. goal. He look, he's looked great for Brighton this year too. He's been, you know, I just love the name. So we don't usually get, you know, he gets credit for the goal as uh, Alexis McAllister, but I, you know, it, was, it wasn't until recently that. I think maybe going to the season that I remembered that he was from Argentina, like his McAllister. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like a, he came over from the, you know, yeah. I don't know, from the Highlands or something.
3: He He's listed on the Footmob foot mob site as Allister. So that's how he lines up. There's no Mac. Mac so Alistair. I don't see. Yeah. It is the, uh, the South Americanification of McAllister.
2: Okay, weird. So he's just, okay. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, so he scores, uh, uh, Alvarez scores as well. He, you know, just. What what luck to have so much attacking talent! It's yeah. like if they, just to pluck pluck even any one of their like nine attacking, brilliant attacking players and mm-hmm. drop one of them to Denmark and Denmark is, is probably through to the next round. So um, yeah, so uh, you know, but a great uh, you know they're just they're just loaded. I mean they're they're kind of always this way, right? I mean it's, Sergio Aguero used to not be able to get into that Argentina team, right? That's just how loaded they were up front. So uh, so they're through and. Um, And and Poland is as well. That brings us to tomorrow's matches. Uh, We've got Canada, who sadly are no longer, um, uh, cannot cannot advance. Uh, They play Morocco and Croatia play Belgium. Those are the... Again, they've f- they flipped these around, but those are the Group F matches tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's it's really tight, though. We have uh, Croatia and Morocco are on four points. Belgium are on three. Belgium have not looked convincing at all so far this tournament. Lucky this to match is going to
3: be the battle of who could care less, uh, be Croatia and Belgium. And Croatia, <laughs> it's the opposite. Like Croatia is kind of cruising to win the group um, yep. without kind of like moving into high gear, and Belgium is... Is just it's catastrophic. So yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So if uh, Croatia goes through, uh, if they beat Belgium, uh, they can also advance if they draw versus Belgium and Morocco lose to Canada, which I think is not outside the realm of possibility because I think Canada maybe when the pressure's off a little bit they might they I I, I don't know I don't think they're going to give up. They're, this is just they they just have not been to enough World Cups for them to just like take the third game off. You know, it's, I think mm-hmm. they'll be they'll be pretty motivated. Uh, Morocco uh, will advance to the round of sixteen with a win or a draw versus Canada. So Morocco, all Morocco needs to do is win or draw tomorrow. So um, I guess if you're looking for entertainment, I might keep my eye on the uh, the Belgium game instead. That probably probably be a little more entertaining. Um, and Belgium can win uh, with a win over Croatia. So uh, in both cases, both teams really do need a win to advance. Um, I mean Belgium. Have, or, or uh, excuse me, Croatia have multiple ways, but they can't know that going in. So they have to kind of go in thinking that they can, um, that they, you know, that they need to score and in advance. So I think it's, it should set up, uh, pretty nicely. I mean, I don't yeah. even know. Do you have any predictions for who you think is going to go through, uh, of these, of these, I guess, the three teams that are, that are in contention?
3: I mean, it's really all down to Belgium. If Belgium can show up and, and put up some kind of a fight, then, um, yeah. I think it gets very interesting and you could see Morocco and Belgium go through. But I do think that Croatia has enough and the, the bust-ups in the locker room are, are bad enough for Belgium that this group yeah. looks exactly like it does today as it does at the end of the day tomorrow and Croatia and Morocco go through.
2: Yeah, I just think that it's, um, it's just hard. Belgium's hardest match is the match they play tomorrow, right? So maybe, like you said, maybe they do come through, but this is the one that of all the matches they were going to play in their opening group that that, that you think would be the hardest for them. And so then they need to win it. So I think they're, they're really in a tough spot and just, they're saying about Croatia. They just seem too tough. I, I just, it's just hard for me to think, oh yeah, Belgium's going to, you know, beat them two nil or something like that. It just feels like Croatia's going to find a way to get, get something out of this yeah, match. Totally. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, and I think, I mean, I, I guess they really have to try to win it as well. I'm just, now I'm just repeating myself. But this is it's the problem with these scenarios. You've got to, like, hold nine different ideas in your head as you, as you figure it out. But basically, Croatia really have to – they have to expect Morocco to win when they play Canada. Morocco mm-hmm. just has a lot more to play for. Even though I think Canada will be up for that match, Morocco has everything to play for. They've also looked really good. I think Morocco's looked pretty impressive so far in the tournament, certainly they did, yeah. they did in their second game. Um, so I think that uh, Morocco, to me, is like the team that I'm the most confident about. I think Morocco I think Morocco's going through. <laughs> and and uh, and the other and then the other one is basically whoever wins that match uh, between Croatia and Belgium. Uh, yeah, is, is the yeah
3: Morocco team. will just be praying that that, mat, that Croatia-Belgium match doesn't end in a draw.
2: Yeah. 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 I guess that's that's really uh, the situation because they uh, they So yeah, Belgium can advance. They draw in a loss by Morocco by more than three goals. Right. So that's not happening. Uh, So they basically It doesn't feel
3: likely. It does not feel like. Yeah. Does not feel likely.
2: All right, so that's that's where we are with Group App. That's pretty exciting. Uh, and uh, I'm actually in a I'm taking a tomorrow, Brandon. I will not take the quiet car. I will take the talking car, whatever that is. Uh, and I'm going to put this game on my laptop. Hey, you're going to purposely uh, like talk it. to
3: your neighbors. And,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, get I'll a look real look vibe at you, right? going. Yeah, in yeah the, look, at, look at this uh, uh, look at that car? free kick over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like hey, uh, get a load of that. Hey, you want a Heineken? No, I. Uh, but I, I am looking forward to uh, to that match. That brings us to the other uh, the other group that plays tomorrow, which is uh, Group F, and uh, it's the final final match for them as well. Uh, those that's Japan, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany. So again, we're in a situation where. Uh, I think in this case, all four teams could still could still advance. I mean, Germany insanely is the one on one yeah. point uh, of of these of these groups. So Spain, Spain are already through. Um, or actually, no, they're they're through with. Sorry, just scratch what I just said because that is not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spain are through to the last sixteen with a win or a draw versus Japan. Uh, they win the group with a win over Japan. They can also advance, if so they lost to Japan in a draw between Costa Rica and Germany. I'm just this is all off the top of my head, right? I'm not reading from a script here. These this are all just things amazing. that I keep that going. I know. Yeah. Uh, Japan is through the last 16 with a win versus Spain. Uh, they can also advance the last 16 team with a draw against Spain and a draw between Costa Rica and Germany. Uh, so I'm not gonna talk about the win the group scenarios because that's just a little too complicated there. Um, Costa Rica can advance with, the fact that Costa Rica even like is like can advance is is crazy to me because they looked so bad in their opening match. Yep. But they it's still on the table. So they can advance the win over Germany and a loss by one of Spain or Japan or a draw between the two. Um, and then Germany can qualify for the last 16 with a win and a loss by Spain or Japan. So basically, if Spain or Japan have like a gentleman's agreement when it's you know one one or something in the 60th minute uh germany is out of the tournament uh because uh, if, if you know if those two teams draw i don't even think it matters how many goals are scored i think if they just if they just draw it doesn't actually matter mm-hmm. uh what it, can that be true no i don't know I, I gotta like i gotta do a little more math there um oh they can also advance with a win by more than one goal in a japan draw. i should read my entire script here brandon before i start to confuse everyone listening to the podcast so Two ways for Germany to go through. Okay? Ready? Two. Way, way, way number one, a win and a loss by Spain or Japan. Uh, they can also advance. They win by more than one goal and a Japan draw.
3: Okay? Okay.
2: So Japan I got draws. it. draws.
3: Yeah. You know yeah. what? Japan really screwed themselves losing to Costa Rica. Um,
2: it's, I, <laughs> totally. It's and crazy.
3: I fear for them. Now, miracles could happen and they came out and they really took it to Germany. So why not do the same to Spain? But I think Germany looked good enough in that draw against Spain that I have every reason to believe they put Costa Rica in a body bag. Oh, yeah. And, and I think as Spain, as I, as I was saying earlier, Spain are one of my favorites in the tournament. I think, I, I think Germany finishes second beneath Spain in this group.
2: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's actually working out from a fan's perspective. This is probably ideal, which is that you get the early upsets. They're very exciting. They're cool. But then you get the round of 16 and, and on mm-hmm. with all of the best teams in the world. And so you get the kind of drama of what the teams are going to advance. But then in the end <laughs> they do just barely. And then we get to kind of reset in the
3: round of 16. It's, pr- it's probably the there's such thing scenario, as too really. much of a good thing, Josh. Are we basically heading into uh, Willy Wonka's candy see. factory? Yeah, right Now you now? sound
2: like the British football press. <laughs> uh, here's where the thing you enjoy is actually a problem. This is the classic. Uh, it's like every, I love these guys, but every like Michael Cox article is like this, you know, it's like I Actually, actually, uh, this is this is bad for this reason or whatever. So um, that is that is it. That's are tomorrow's matches. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, another World Cup minute. We'll have one more um, round three match uh, set of matches to to talk yep. about. Um, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow's games. See you soon.
3: All right, take care, guys.